Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst for Money Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Again, I want to start by thanking everyone who watches our videos on YouTube every week. Our entire team takes a lot of pride in providing you with the best analysis of the stock market and the economy each and every week. Um, if you haven't already, do make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or podcast uh, syndicator that you're listening to this on, on as a podcast uh, and uh, provide us feedback. Let us know uh, how we're doing and what you'd like to hear more of. Also, make sure you head over to moneymarkets.com. It is your home for safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information uh, for your portfolio. Portfolio. You can check out our Green Zone rating system. Uh, it rates thousands of stocks based on six fundamental and technical metrics. You can create your own watch list, track your stock performance, and get our own in-depth analysis, and it's all for free. Now, I want to move on with today's podcast, uh, and I want to start with two words, energy independence. It's a simple idea. It's basically where a country produces more energy than it consumes. Achieving it, however, is a different story. According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration in 2020, the U.S. produced 95.75 quads, which is a common unit of measure for energy resources, and consumed 92.94 quads. So technically, we're energy independent. But we also export some of that energy, requiring us to import things like oil and other petroleum products each year. So in that sense, we aren't totally energy independent. Countries in Europe are learning this lesson the hard way as they try to eliminate their dependence on Russia uh, for energy sources like liquefied natural gas. This has been spurred by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, because there's limited access to natural gas in Europe, they have to look to outside sources to import those energy, uh, those energy resources. Now, in this episode, uh, I'm going to share with you an energy trend that I've spotted and how you can profit from it. And first, I want to start off by telling you uh, about liquefied natural gas. Not necessarily sexy, but I want to tell you about it. It's uh, liquefied natural gas, or LNG, is a cooled natural gas that once heated back to its gaseous state is used to generate electricity, heat, and cooking fuel. From 1985 to 2015, the U.S. exported very little LNG, about an average of 65 billion cubic feet, so not a whole lot. But in 2016, exports of LNG picked up significantly to the point where by 2019, the U.S. became the third largest exporter of LNG in the world. Now, in the early 2000s, the U.S. actually imported more liquefied natural gas than it exported, which means we were bringing in more than we were putting out. That changed in 2015 when states started aggressively exporting more energy from the energy source. And from 2015 to, 20, to 2020, U.S. exports of LNG grew by more than 8,300% and due to Europe's want to move away from Russia as a supplier of LNG, those export numbers are only going to get bigger. Uh, last week, President Joe Biden announced that U.S. exports of liquefied natural gas would increase to Europe as countries in the EU, EU try to reduce their dependence on Russian fossil fuels. Exports are expected to increase by 15 billion cubic meters this year. Now, for reference, the U.S. exported 22 billion cubic meters to Europe in all of 2021. By 2030, American exports of LNG could reach as much as 50 billion cubic meters to Europe alone annually. And the announcement has impacted the price of natural gas in the US. The spot price of natural gas has risen from about $2.43 per, per metric billion million BTU in April of 2021 to $5.51 just a few days ago. That's a 126% price increase. 
Now, this increase in demand coupled with the rise in price has put LNG producers in the mode of expansion rather than their previous mode of contraction. That expansion includes growing terminals to increase LNG capacity prior to shipping, meaning they have to actually build uh, either expand terminals or build new terminals to house natural gas so that when ships come, they have that natural gas already to pump into the ships and then send off. And LNG producers are now looking at expanding across the board uh, to uh, offset uh, this increase in demand. Now, natural gas giant Chenier Energy Incorporated trades on the New York Stock Exchange under LNG is poised to move forward with an expansion of its terminal in Corpus Christi, Texas, while Venture Capital has started construction on a new terminal in Louisiana. And Jeff, that's just a two. There are many other expansions that were previously shelved, but are now moving to the forefront of possibility uh, as this demand for LNG increases. And it's all had a profound impact on stock prices for major liquefied natural gas players. Looking at Chenier Energy, Tellurine Incorporated, and New Decade Corporation, which are just a few of the largest LNG players in the United States, all three have seen strong spikes in their share price in recent weeks. Chenier's up 92.3% in the last 12 months. Tellurine Incorporated has risen 144%. And Next Decade Corporation has gained 116% over the last 12 months. All three have just recently, I mean, just in the ma matter of about a week, hit their 52-week highs. But this recent expansion of liquefied natural gas exports to Europe is to, going to benefit more than just the biggest producers of LNG. That's why if you want to start strong exposure to the trend, I'd recommend the First Trust Natural Gas ETF trades on the exchange under FCG. The exchange-traded fund invests in companies operating across energy, oil, and gas, as well as exploration companies. And some of its bigger holdings include Occidental Petroleum, ConocoPhillips, Devon Energy, and Diamondback Energy. And FCG has made a nice run of late. In the last 12 months, it's risen nearly 100%, including a 25% jump in recent weeks. It also trades well above its 50-day simple moving average and is outperforming its energy sector peers. It also makes a solid income play for you as it comes with a 1.55% annual dividend yield, which equals about 38 cents per share. Not necessarily the strongest dividend out there, but if you're looking for income, you certainly could do, uh, could do much worse. FNG provides solid exposure, not just to liquefied natural gas, but to the natural gas and energy market as a whole. So I would highly recommend taking a look at FNG. Now let's revisit our YouTube poll question from last week. We asked how many years uh, you've been invested in the stock market. 52% of those who took our poll said they've been invested in the stock market from between one to 10 years. Another 23% said they've been in the market for 20 plus years, while 13% uh, said they bought in the stock market less than a year. And only around 12% said they played the game between 10 and 20 years. One person commented on it and said, I'm new to the system. I have an aggressive mode to invest and would gladly love to learn. Well, Io, we would gladly love to teach you at Money and Market. So make sure you check out more of our content and learn more about how you can make money in the stock market. Thanks to everyone who took part in our weekly poll. Remember, you can vote in our weekly poll uh, question on our YouTube page under the community tab. Very easy to find. Just uh, hit up our YouTube channel, uh, Money and Markets, and then go to the community tab and it should be right up there towards the top. If you have a question or a particular stock or sector that you'd like me, Adam, or Charles to take a look at, we'd love to do that. You can email us. The email address to reach us at is feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll put that right down below. Or if you're on our YouTube channel, you can comment below on any of our YouTube videos. And we uh, we look at the comments all the time, like to see what you have to say and what uh, what is on your mind. So either email us or you can uh, submit a question 
on YouTube. If you do, if we do uh, use one of your questions, uh, we're going to send you some very cool Money in Markets gear, like this T-shirt that I have on here. Very nice, very comfortable. Uh, we also have sweatshirts, hats, uh, all sorts of great stuff. We're going to hook you up with if you send a question and we use it. Also, make sure you do head over to MoneyMarkets.com. Sign up for our free daily e-letter. We like to give you safe, sound, smart, simple profitable investment information for your portfolio. While you're there, you can check out our proprietary green zone rating system. Use our metrics to get ratings of thousands of stocks. Just go to the website, type in the stock, the, top, the ticker or the company name up in the top right-hand corner in the search bar, and you'll be able to see the rating of, our, of the stock, fundamental data, stock chart. You can even add stocks to your own personal watch list on moneymarkets.com. And did I forget to mention, all that is available to you for free. That's all for me this week. Until next time, uh, this is Money Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 